Hello, everybody. Happy Friday to you and welcome to Talking Hearts. This is the podcast that is hosted by Holly Maxwell Boydale, and that is me. And it's lovely to be with you on this very warm afternoon in Britain. I'd love to know where you are at the moment. I am speaking to you from the countryside, somewhere between Edinburgh and London. And I am very happy to be with you today. I hope that some of our new and regular listeners are with us today as well. It's a real pleasure to be with you. I'm just going to wait a few moments while we gather and then we're launching into the subject of mindfulness today. So welcome and thank you for being with me here this afternoon. We'll be together for about 20 minutes and we're listening to the beautiful sounds of Packlebell's cannon in the background. Bell quietly drift into the background while we have our little chat. So it's very good to have you here with us today, wherever you are. And I'm very, very pleased to be able to share that this is a brand new podcast. If you would like to have a look at the other episodes, I think this is episode eight. And the topic I'm covering today in a very um, gentle way is mindfulness. And I'll be reading to you from a couple of things that I have written myself, um, which you would find on my blog, thehollytreetales.com. And I would love you to go along there and follow the blog. Also, hit like and follow on the podcast so that we can grow an audience. I have just begun to do this. It's a very, very new project. And I'm adding this to a number of other projects that I'm doing at the moment, which you can hear about if you subscribe to my blog, thehollytreetales.com forward slash blog. Do let me know where you are. And if there are any questions as we get to the end of our chat together today, I will do my best to answer them, or if necessary, throughout. But I am going to focus today on some things I've written on the subject of mindfulness. A few days ago, in fact, it was the 16th of June, I wrote this very small piece, which I am going to be putting onto my blog soon. And I think if I were to give it a title, which I hadn't yet, or I hadn't when I wrote it, I think we'll call this one, Be Still and Live. This is obviously written for this time. Be Still and Live. Stay home. Practice forgiveness. Grow in mindfulness. Experiment with love's many ways. Release your creativity. Enhance what you can while you can. Build a strong foundation. Envision a beautiful future. Capture each precious moment. Practice gratitude actions. Be grateful for at least three things every day. Show appreciation. End your body, your mind, your life 
as if it were a beloved garden. Plant the right and the healthy seeds into your own mind. Act as you would have others act towards and around you. Give out of the storehouse of goodness in your soul. Never ever hold back your love. Let love flow and find beautiful ways to do so. You will birth a new thing in your life as you do this. We are not alone. God has us in the palm of his hands. We are his children. Our universe is amazing. We are part of the whole universe. Be still and live as you learn more of what love really is. Apply it. Be well. Be mindful. Stay strong. And always remember to smile. Soon, if you follow my blog, you'll be able to read that there. But at the moment, it's actually written on my profile on Facebook. So if you go to Facebook and connect there, um, that would be wonderful. You might like to follow my page, The Holly Tree Tales, on Facebook, as well as thehollytreetales.com. I'm going to read another little piece that I wrote actually three years ago in August 2017. This was written on a Sunday morning and as with so much of what I write, I write from the heart. My writing is authentic. It comes usually from my own life experience or from what I observe around me or from others who I'm learning from or I'm witnessing the lives of. In this case, this is a piece that I wrote about my own life, Sunday Morning Mindfulness, written on the 27th of August, 2017. And you can find this on my blog as well. Quietly and sleepily, sipping my first cup of Earl Grey tea early this morning, I slowly and absorbingly read the pages of a beautiful hardback book given to me by my mother and stepfather a few years ago. I think it was a Christmas present. There will be a note inside to tell me, as I usually note these things nowadays. And I remember being instantly delighted by the sight and feel of the book when I received it. The cover of the book is white, with fine black writing, and an elegant picture of a blue flower on the front. Details on the back of those writers whose work has been included and form the body of the work, of the book. And the inside cover is a lovely blue. Published by the Royal Horticultural Society, it is a collection of prose and poetry with lovely pictures, artist sketches of the flowers and plants that have been written about. A coffee table book in a sense, or one to simply pick up and feed your senses with, which is why I picked it up this morning. I read the other day in a most unlikely place that Table Mountain in Cape Town has 1,500 species of plants, whereas the, the entire United Kingdom has no more than that, indeed less than. 
The fact astonished me as Table Mountain forms only one very small part of the vast and beautiful country of South Africa, a place rich and awash with abundant flora and fauna, a place I miss to my very soul because of this. It was, believe it or not, this morning that the realization dawned on me. I miss the flora and fauna of South Africa. More than anything, I miss the sights and the sounds of the natural world. And that is saying a lot, as there is much else in that gorgeous rainbow country, which I miss very much as well. The little book that I was dipping into this morning is about plants that grow in Britain, many of which I have come to know since my return here from Australia in 2006 and mostly since purchasing our current property in 2009. I have learnt a lot about the British climate and natural environment while living in Berwickshire, experiencing life out in the sticks much of the time, observing what is going on in our own tiny patch and what is going on all around us. The monocultures that are witnessed everywhere in the United Kingdom concentrated in the areas of countryside, are a depressing sight to someone who knows and longs for the, de- sorry, for the biodiversity of a beautiful natural world. Instead of focusing only on those sorry and disastrous states, however, I take my focus back to the beauty of individual plants and absorb the wonder of life wherever I see and feel it. Plants being only one way, and a potent one at that, of feeling the connection, a tangible connectedness with the source of all life. This is another thing I have realized only within the last few days. I drink from the beauty of plants and feel drawn into closely observing the presence of bees and other wild creatures resting on or feeding from plants, because I feel a sense of connection to them, a connection to something deeper than myself, something and someone who is my very source. I am easily uplifted by the the sight or smell of a flower, a plant that is in excellent and robust health, a bumblebee or butterfly, supping from pollen-laden faces or drinking nectar from the trumpets of exquisitely designed little or large flowers. These things really draw me in, momentarily, for seconds at a time even, but powerfully and satisfyingly. No matter if they quickly pass, the next moment soon comes. All of these things of nature strange as it may sound, feed my soul. And yet so does the sight of a beautiful painting in a gallery, the feel of a special book, the experience of seeing a magnificently designed building or a chic, sophisticatedly detailed car. I have been known to stop and stare mid-conversation when a Ferrari or Lamborghini has been sighted a fabulously crafted pen, a stunning dress, 
or creations of our recent past like blue and white crockery and bentwood chairs. A cared for old Morris miner. A mirror or bowl of beautifully crafted glass. Anything that is beautifully styled for elegance, efficiency, for peace or for speed will always draw me in like a honeybee to nectar or even a monkey to a scene of curiosity. I suppose. I am simply fascinated by beauty, simplicity, form, ergonomic and eloquent design. I see all of this in nature and in miniature form. It is always communicated to me through a beautiful plant, tree or flower, or even in sand or soil, in sticks of all sorts, in pebbles, rocks and gemstones. Thus, as I turned the pages of the book my mother had given me, reading with pleasure about primroses, plumbago, giant white lilies, mechanopsis, which are delicate blue poppies, blue iris, hyacinth and even dandelion, I appreciated every word as one who closely knows the subject that she is reading about. I feel the essence of a flower so easily. Try it. Next time you have the chance to inhale the fragrance of frangipani in other climes, or jasmine, or the deliciously lemony tang of citrus blossom, you'll connect with the source of all life that way too, I'm sure. Digressing from my original subject of this piece, I realise. This issuing of invitation to others to feed on and drink from the well of life is a natural one to me, too. I love to share what I've been blessed to know, to experience, to have for a season, to love, to learn from, good or bad, to achieve, to grow through, to expand within. There is so much joy in having others on the journey, too, and the invitation is usually a spontaneous one. Invitation being something that has been a natural instinct of mine from a very early age. In recent times, living in a place so remote and far from most of my friends and loved ones, I've extended the invitation through publishing, mainly online as yet, many writings of my own. Everything that I write and share with others is an invitation for someone else to share in the experience of, a form of hospitality, a hand outstretched, an open door of sorts. If anything I write helps another, that is a bonus, and hearing about it comes always as an unexpected gift. And so back to the book and the early morning cup of tea, which helped me to awaken for the new day. I looked into the pictures opposite each page of poetry or prose. I read the lines as I feel the scenes. I appreciate the closeness of observation that had enabled the writers to share their presence as they wrote about the plants, and I felt loved. Nature does that, whether out in nature or in word or in image, Nature nurtures somehow, I find. There is nothing quite like experiencing the real thing, 
the sights and smells and feel of life inside elements of plants, flora, or the quirkiness of the fauna of a place. But to read about it is a close thing, at least. As I closed the book for the time being, having finished my cup of tea and feeling that a piece of writing needed to be birthed, I held it briefly in my arms and felt my mother's love. Knowing that the book had been especially chosen for me, not least, I am sure, because of its colour scheme on the cover, the white enhanced with shades of blue for content and for sight. Becoming freshly aware of this was another nurturing of sorts. My mother was born in this country, in the UK, in Edinburgh, and these are the plants of her country of birth, which I am tending and reading about these days. Perhaps I shall soon find a way to travel easily between the other countries and continents that I love. But for now, I drink in the beauty of elements of the country where I am currently based, as I dream of and plan for what can be. Always, I am grateful for what is and has been, and always I drink in the awesomeness of now all around me. It is in the plants, the flora of a country, that we read deep into her soul. It is in the plants that I find my connection to my source. It is in the plants that we find our nourishments, our medicines, our fragrances, our hope, so much life, the essence of so much that is sustainable and needed for healthy longevity. Our groundedness, our environmental stability, and the source of so much joy, and of so much that is meaningful in real life. Holly. That's the end of that rather long blog post. I'm very happy to have you here as well, Ronnie. Thank you for joining us. And to everyone else who's listening with me today, lovely to have you here. I only have a brief time on air today. I've been asked whether I'll be joining a call. I don't yet know how to do that. So in the coming weeks, we'll be learning how to do that. And you will be most welcome to join in then. Do follow the podcast so that you're informed when I am on air. And there will be additional episodes added besides the live streaming in the coming weeks. I'm going to put in a link to the piece that I've just read to you called Sunday Morning Mindfulness. And you're very welcome to go to my blog and follow and read it there as well. Hopefully that will appear in the chat. happened yet so I'm just going to try and do that again <laughs> excuse me for my slowness here there we go there's the link to the piece that I've just written you I beg your pardon that I've just read to you good to have you here John and good to have all of my listeners with me here today
If you have any particular questions, I'll be happy to try and answer them while I'm with you for the next couple of minutes. Thank you for all the likes and loves. Those of you who are used to the Podbean platform will know how best to um, do all the things behind your screens to show love to the podcast, talking hearts, so that we can get more listeners to come and join us in the weeks to come. I'm also going to give you a link to my website where I have a newsletter sign-up page and will be publishing my first newsletter in July, going out to a very large worldwide audience, telling you about the other places where we can connect and um, you can listen to some of my work and perhaps see some of the ways that um, you might be able to come on board with some of the projects that I'm doing. I'd love to introduce you to those. So I'm going to share the link here to my website, newsletter page, and I'd love you to go there. Grab the link while you can, while we're live, because I don't think it shows once the podcast is published. And I will obviously put the links there as well for you. So I think this is our moment we are going to be signing off if I haven't answered your question, it's simply because I cannot see it in the chat. My techie skills are getting better each week, but <laughs> if I haven't been able to answer your question, forgive me this time. We will get there. We'll get better and better. And we will share the podcast episodes with our friends so that they know to join us as well in the coming weeks. This is episode eight of Friday's Live with Holly. And the topic we've been on today is mindfulness. I've read a couple of pieces to you that I have written myself, which I hope will show some ways to be mindful. Mindfulness really is about becoming present and aware right where we are. And being mindful enables us to support ourselves best in any given moment, to have the healthiest bodies that we can, because as we become mindful, we become more aware of what is good for us. And we also find ourselves better able to have empathy and compassion for others. So for this week's challenge, I'm going to say, let's all go out there and do our best to live mindfully in the moment. Notice what's going on inside our minds, our thoughts, inside our bodies and around us. Just take the time to become mindful. And write down in your journals whatever insights you have as you practice being aware in the moment. I think we are all surprised by what and how much we can notice when we just stop and we take cognizance of what's going on right here, right now, in the space we're in, in this one beautiful and precious life. So on that note, I'm going to say farewell, bid you all adieu, and I look forward to catching up with you again next Friday on Fridays Live with Holly, 4pm UK time on Podbean and you can find me at thehollytreetales.podbean.com on the Talking Hearts podcast.
lots of love, take care of yourselves, and I'll be with you in a week. Bye for now. This is Holly Maxwell Boydell signing off.